Campbell. Play across the ice, boxes to Hayes, Hayes to the back end, and he scores! Hayes back in, forehand! Hey everybody, Jesse and Eric here from Flyers Alley Bro on a broad street. We have a very special guest here as we have our very first NWHLer. Please welcome the Metropolitan Riveters netminder, Samantha Walder. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Just got off the ice like a, another day. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was just making sure you were going to be okay to come on. I know how tiring it is to be on the ice. So. Yeah, yeah, no. This is actually pretty early to be uh, done for the day. Normally, I think last night, last night I got back from Rooters practice at about 1.30 in the morning. So this is an early night. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, thank you for taking the time to come with us and chat for a little bit. Um, if you don't mind us just kind of getting into, like we said, this is our first NWHL, which we're completely stoked about having a lot of you guys on here, which is great for us and great exposure for you. So, um, just wanted to know how, uh, how you guys' season's going with the Riveters. All's going well, hopefully, for the uh, playoffs. Yeah, we're, we're excited to be heading to Minnesota for our semifinal game. Um, it, it's a one-or-done situation. Um, I think we're pretty confident going into the weekend. We play, we play really well when we're playing up to teams, when we're, we're the underdog in, in those games. I think we really step up our energy so i am excited for the weekend um do you know the the one game you know when it winner takes all is a little uh tough but that's what it is it's a hockey game anything can happen so we've we've been excited great great yeah we've we've been we've been really into women's hockey recently just because no offense to anyone we didn't know how it actually operated like there was five teams and, you know, actually at one point we all picked a team that we were going to follow. Um, you know, it was, it's just, it's really explosive for us. Cause I mean, it's a new, new league and it's just, it, it's, it's really good to watch you guys. It sucks that it's only on Twitch, but you know, it's, it's, you guys are awesome. Very, very, very talented people. Oh, thank you. I mean, the league is in its fifth year going on its sixth. And I think the strides that it's taken to, you know, learn from where, it, where it's come from and fix things along the way. And, you know, salaries are increasing every year. They don't, you know, it's not my full time, you know, what, what pays the bills, but it's, you know, still being able to be on a team and be in a locker room, a competitive locker room and play games that really matter after college is pretty incredible. It's not something when I even went into high school that I ever expected to have as an experience. So, you know, I, I love this league. I appreciate everything that it's given me. And I think, you know, most of the girls that are in it this year would agree. Awesome, awesome, yeah. Eric, do you have you have something you want to bring in there? Yeah, um, like I from I watched some of you, some of the games that you guys played, and I noticed the number on your jersey is seventy. <laughs> I'm taking a good guess that because uh, I looked some of the stuff we looked up that you're a Capitals fan, <laughs> and that uh, your favorite player must be right now is uh, Holby, if I believe it's correct. 
Yeah, I, I am a Holtby fan. Obviously, he won us a couple, couple years back. Um, that really, being a, a DC sports fan is tough sometimes all around. You know, obviously the Nats won the World Series. That, that was pretty exciting. But um, prior to those two championships, um, DC sports have struggled <laughs> here and there. So, um, you know, it was awesome for me to get to follow the Caps winning the cup, but I think I I like Holpe's game on the ice um, just because, you know, I, I think any Capitals fan remembers the save. We all know what the save was, and it was kind of his backhand, you know, mm. stick on the goal line against Crosby. And I think, like, for anyone else, yeah, it's a sick save, but it's, it's that competitive, just willing to lose all sorts of, you know, technique to compete for that that puck in those big moments and I I'm willing to throw technique out the window if it means I'm behind a puck so I that's just something I I like watching goalies do and I I think Holby is pretty pretty consistent with that that compete level so that's kind of where that comes from Gotcha. And um, I noticed you did it. You challenged him because <laughs> yeah. you bought one of his shirts and you t- you challenged him to purchase one of your merchandise of his, of yours. Um, did he actually follow through on that challenge yet? <laughs> um, so, no, unfortunately, he didn't. I know, you know, he's a pretty he's he's pretty quiet compared to a lot of other nhl players kind of just does his own thing minds his own business hard to get in contact with i have had um someone else that i did a podcast with um bought an extra jersey of mine and actually last week said he he sent it to him so hopefully he gets it it's really awesome that you know fans and followers of the league were were willing to do that for me i kind of i completely did it as a joke just I didn't think you know more than ten likes by my friends on Twitter, and actually, kind of, it got a little bit of coverage from um, Russian Machine out of DC, which was really cool. Um, but he hasn't actually gotten a hold of any of my NWHL <laughs> apparel yet, but hopefully soon. Jesse, um, I want to word this right this question uh i feel making a professional women's hockey team is more stressful than men's due to the fact that there are only being five teams right now is there any truth to that because we had we had um we actually had ex flyers enforcer riley cote on and i was kind of getting into it like me and eric both have daughters and uh you know I would I would love for my daughter to be to be a goalie. Her hand eye coordination is out of control now, and she's three years old. Um, yeah. it, do you think that there's any truth to that? Just because there's five teams, I can only imagine how many people are just trying to kill for that position just to get on one of these five teams. Is there is there truth to that? Would you say? I, I think so, and I I think you're right. Um, you know, there's there's five teams, there's limited spots, and this was something I struggled with even being recruited to college, especially as a goalie. You think about the number of goaltending spots on a roster compared to, you know, forwards and D, you can you have some extra space, but most teams aren't going to carry more than 3, 4. That's pretty unheard of to have four let alone more than that. So, you know, you're you're fighting for 
very limited roster spots. There's girls coming out of college every year, and it's been awesome to hear from some of my friends that are really motivated. They're graduating this year that want to play in the league, and that's been a goal of theirs. And, but it is hard to to get into you know the conversation with general managers, and not you know in addition to just having five teams, everyone's negotiating right now at least one year contract. So if you're not having you know your best season. It's it's even harder the next year to to get that spot back. So it, there is it is very competitive, and I think I I kind of felt that pressure even at the beginning of of the season when you know I struggled in our first game against Minnesota, and it was kind of a wake up to me that you know if I'm not playing my best, my spot's gonna be gone pretty quick. That's terrifying. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's, that's terrifying. Man. I was just I was wondering that because when we found out, look, I said that there's you know there's five teams. The first thing is like these women have got to be killing each other for these positions. It's got to be the it's it's more brutal than guys because I just, I just feel like it it has to be. So I mean, you guys play you you play a lot harder than the men do. I'll give you that. I, I've I've compared both and I played a little bit, but like it's 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 brutal. We you, you go through. So yeah, and it you know. I I played for Connecticut last year and I really felt that last year I played 11 minutes last year had a, a really I got thrown in late in the third period against a game that was already out of our reach and still let in a couple goals and it was you know from there on it I didn't get any more playing time and that's just the you know part of that is it's pro sports and I'm on a roster behind a two-time Olympic goalie there's no question there can't argue with that but it, it is really difficult mentally to then, when you finally see ice time, have the confidence to actually perform and keep that keep that spot. Right. Yeah, I can't imagine the stress. Definitely around for me from eleven minutes to eleven hundred. <laughs> so right. Definitely big big difference between last year and this year but you know even playing a lot of minutes you know if I'm not having the best game or I'm struggling with an injury which has been the case for the last month my spot you know gets a little more more hazy sucks <laughs> that's rough you want to uh, pass it to you Eric there well the I just, so I'm sitting here thinking about it and just hearing what like all the girls had to go through. But one thing that came into my mind, it was right at the bat that let's say that you were able to get the chance to create a new NWHL team. Like to say it's like a team that of your own. Do you have like maybe any ideas where you would like that team to be and maybe a name that you would name it? I don't know about a name. I'm not the most creative, but I would I would love a team in DC. I I would love to play at home. Um, I also think the market in in some of these southern cities, not southern, you know, down in Alabama, but southern, <laughs> southern compared to where the league is right now, like Pittsburgh and DC and Philadelphia, that there is a market there. So you know. I, we're hoping they, they expand again. I don't know which direction that's going to be, but um, I, I would love to see a DC team. I've talked to my parents about it a little bit. Just just hypothetically, it would be really fun to to even, you know, down the line, if I'm not playing, see a team 
down, you know, where I'm from in the market that I, I grew up in. But I, and yeah, I definitely. had something a lot of us, you know, we would all love, love to see. We have girls from Detroit. It'd be really cool to have a team in Detroit and Chicago and, you know, for girls that are out in those cities, St. Louis, you know, hockey's just completely taken off in St. Louis. We have two girls that are, are close to St. Louis. I, I think all of these markets are kind of popping up as, as the NHL grows too. Yeah, definitely. And, um, like I noticed, like, I know you never have a chance to like sit there and see some of the tweets, the Twitches comments that come through during the games that I sat there. I started reading a lot of them. It's, it's like, do you have some of them are saying like, bring it to LA or yeah. bring it up to Seattle or even bring it out to like somewhere in Mississippi. I'm like, Whoa, I never thought yeah. of a hockey team going into Mississippi. <laughs> Might be getting ahead of ourselves, but I think there are, are some markets for next year. Um, that hopefully do come to fruition. I, I think it'd be great if, if another team was added. I mean, that's the goal, right, to continue growing it. And like you said, there's there's limited spots, and I think the league is at a point where it's too limited because more girls want to play and can play, and that, that raises the compete level, that raises the legitimacy of the league, the more teams you have. So I, I think, you know, we're going to see a lot of, you know, maybe not a lot, but at least a mm-hmm. few expansions within the next, you know, handful of seasons for the league, which is awesome. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Jesse, let you take over this one. Yeah, it would make, it would make sense to, to expand, though. That's, that's, uh, we, we've talked about it, I don't know how many times, about it would just make sense. You know, the, the NHL has... It, they have their their NHL team, their AHL team. Then they have their team lower than that, and then there's lower than it, it. It would just it would make sense for, you know, them to bite on to the NWHL. It just it just would make sense to me. I I would love to have a Philly team. Obviously, we're all from around the area, but I mean, to expand would just I don't I mean I don't really know what the ins and outs are, why why it isn't expanding quick quick more quickly, but you know. I would love. We would love to see it around our area. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, I I think part of it. You're in year five. You started out with four, so you've added the Whitecaps, and that the Whitecaps is actually a pretty big addition if you think about how far they are from the rest of the league. If you're able to make that that work, then I think that gives you some confidence in the ability for other other markets to work that are maybe in between here, and then teams are traveling. You know, Minnesota isn't always flying out every weekend to play play their games. And then, you know, Minnesota is flying out to play a game against Boston and then hop on a bus and go down to Connecticut to play a game because they, ha- they have to fly. That's the reality of how far they are. So I think that is actually kind of interesting just because the league is able to make it work financially. And that's the big question, right? If you're expanding, where does the money come from? So I, I think financially, you know, the league is doing well. I mean, our salaries are going up. The I don't I believe that the general manager's um, what do you call it salary cap has gone up. So the money is slowly increasing, and that's making the league more profitable profitable for players for investors. Boston got bought out by a private owner. So there's all these really big things happening, and you know. It, it seems like it's slow change, but it's really not. It's only in its fifth year. It's not like the NHL, you know, 
had 32 teams overnight. Right, right, that's true. So that's, um, that's kind of how we've been thinking about it. The NHL took 100 years to get to where it is right now. So. Very true, very true. True. <laughs> um, you are in your second season with the Nichols College Women Ice Hockey Program. Can you explain a little bit about that program? Yeah, okay. So I <laughs> I work at Nichols College. It's a small Division three school south of Worcester, Mass., a little bit outside of Worcester. Um, I'm a graduate assistant, so basically I actually have three different positions at Nichols now. Um, I work in the Institute for Women's Leadership, which is where my actual graduate assistant position is through. So my actual job, the one that gives me a paycheck, isn't through the hockey team. So I'm in that office, you know, like your normal nine to five. Sometimes it's three if I have to get down to Jersey. Um, running confidence workshops for students, salary negotiation. We do a lot of title nine stuff with the college, with the deans. Um, so that's that's what I'm doing during kind of the morning and early afternoon. And then I coach the women's ice hockey team and um, mainly worked with the goalies this year just because of my time constraints with traveling to Jersey. Um, so I was at, you know, as many practices and games as I could have. The coaches were awesome being, you know, flexible the last two years with my schedule with playing too. Um, and you would think I wouldn't add more to my plate, but I did. Um, I'm also now an assistant coach for the women's lacrosse team at Nichols. So I coach two, two college teams at Nichols and I'm getting my master's right now. I'm actually in my final class for my thesis. So I have a 30 page paper due in six weeks. So, um, lots We're of busy. <laughs> it's yeah, it's kind of wild. Um, so I, I graduate May 2nd and, um, once I graduate, I'm getting my master's um, in counterterrorism, so I want to go into national security work. So lots of things. I'm like, I, I'm go, go, go. I, I'm in my car probably 95% of my life right now, just driving from one thing to the next. But, wow. Yeah, that's a, it, it, it's a pretty lot. serious stuff there. Yeah, I got home at 1.30 from ribs practice last night. Got up at, you know, 7.30, whatever. Got ready. Went to my office until um, 2.30. Went to lacrosse practice. Got in the car. Drove an hour to my goalie practice. Got in the car. Drove an hour home to this. And then tomorrow I go back down to Jersey for the week fly, or weekend. Fly out to Minnesota. Come back Monday and do it all again. So God bless you. I work 7 to 3 and I think I'm, I'm a big deal. <laughs> I, I skyped in my my master's class from the car last night. Did a presentation while I was driving, so sometimes it gets a little chaotic. But I don't know if I should. Say and I thought, and I thought my, and I thought my lives, him and our lives were hectic with having kids, family, and taking yeah. care of everything else. We're Holy s- crap! We're sitting here talking about our schedule with our podcast and our family. <laughs> You're living a life of like my entire family. It's crazy. My I show my students my calendar on my phone, and they just start dying laughing because there's nine different colors scheduled for you know every other hour of the day, and they just they don't know how I do it. It's a lot of coffee, to be honest. Like a ton. Of coffee. It's probably not healthy at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting over here like <laughs> you know four coffees in the last you know twelve hours. Well, that makes it uh, that makes it all. 
all better that you uh, took some time out of your obviously very, very busy schedule to, you know, be on our Flyers podcast. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we as players all appreciate any of the kind of support and awareness about the league that other people are doing for us. Yeah, like uh, at one point, like I said, we all had uh, we all had teams that we were we were watching on a constant basis of uh, the NWHL. Yeah, I think uh, I had the Minnesota Whitecaps, okay. unfortunately. But uh, I don't know, Eric. Eric was Boston Pride. Yeah, I kind of started following them because uh, one of the pe- person that we're going to be interviewing next week, I believe it's next week, is uh, Jenna. Yeah. She, I started, I'm like, let me, let me see how this team is. I started, I got a contact to her. I started watching them and I'm like, wow, like this game is, is awesome. It's very fast paced. And I just felt, it's like, I even made a religion to myself that I'll never, ever as a Philadelphia fan cheer for a Boston team. <laughs> and I actually cheered for the Boston team for once. Yeah. Boston. I mean, I, I played against Boston my first game this season for the Riveters so it was essentially it, it was my first NWHL start actually and um they I've never seen a pass or a team that passes so well I mean mm. every single pass is spread out tape to tape they open up the zone and are like there's no way of keeping up with it it's unbelievable it is so hard to play against and you know hopefully i get to play play against it one more time and we can we can shut it down but they're i mean the boston pride is just kind of an anomaly i mean they're unbelievable boston yeah i know i'm not i'm not a boston sports fan no i can't can't do it yeah i mean what they've done this this season is pretty pretty incredible do you do you guys In your league? What's that? Is that is, is there fighting in your league? Um yes and no. So no by the by the rule book, no, but I mean we've we've had a few this season, yeah. <laughs> you I've tried to actually. I can't can't really get a maybe I'll look again, but that was one of the first things I obviously I looked at, but yeah. tried to find some of that because you know. That would be that's awesome. <laughs> so um, even though it's a sport, it's dying in the sport. But you know, yeah. When we played um, Buffalo back in December, there there was a pretty pretty nice one. Uh, our twenty year old Russian threw threw some hands, but <laughs> <laughs> she got thrown out. I mean, that's what happens. It's by the rule book. You you get a game misconduct and a one game suspension. Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, but we also our rule book um, is pretty similar to the NCAA rule book, so it's based off of that. So if you think about college hockey, mm-hmm. there's no fighting, so that's kind of where that where that comes from. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I'd be for it. <laughs> I, I I we 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 used I used to listen to Spitting Chicklets yeah. until recently. We we've had some uh, different. Is yeah. um, and somebody from Barstool Sports actually said that that there this is what actually got us going with the NWHL was there was a league starting that they're absolutely one hundred percent going to have full on fights. 
And I don't know what league it was. They didn't say what it was, but I heard that and I, I got a hold of these guys and we started this thing. And then I don't know what it was. She's talked about very, very briefly what, what was going to happen, that Barstool was going to back it. But uh, I haven't heard anything, but I would I mean, I'd obviously love to see that, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that's our league. <laughs> right. I'm not sure, but... You know, I think I think the women's game gets more physical than people people think. I, I know the speed, you know, it, it's we're not male NHL players, but that doesn't mean that these girls aren't incredibly fast. I mean, if anyone thinks that women hockey players aren't fast, please go watch Allie Thunstrom on a breakaway. She is a speed skater. She literally missed the Olympics by I don't I don't know the details. I've I've just heard it through you know, the people in the league. But if anyone ever says that these girls, this game isn't fast, I just would love to see them watch a clip of her and watch a clip of some of, you know, our our faster players on our team. It's there. The speed's there. The physicality's there. I mean, we've we've had some pretty big open ice hits the last few games. We've also played Buffalo four out of our five last games, and that always gets pretty chippy. Um, you know, I've, I've gotten bumped in the crease all, all the time. I actually got a s- stick to the head and lost my hearing in my right ear for about 18 hours. So it gets oh, just, I mean, that stuff happens <laughs> just like men's hockey. It's, this isn't, you know, a no contact pass around game. Right. I know there's one game that I watch of uh, the uh, Minnesota Whitecaps, and uh, I think it was Minnesota versus um, the Whalers. And this is around the second game because the Whalers came in on the first game on a red eye. And uh, the second game, like, it was impact. And I mean, like, they were hitting against the board. There was more forechecking than anything. There was almost like head-to-head boarding, and I'm like, whoa. It get it got intense. It's like almost getting close to where it looks like you're gonna drop the gloves at any time. I was waiting for it. Yeah, I, I remember that game because I, I still have some friends on Connecticut and I, I remember that one getting pretty chippy in particular, some some hits along the the boards by the blue line and, and stuff. Um yeah, I mean, it, it happens, and I'm sure playoffs are going to be just as physical, if not more. And the refs have slowly progressed to letting some more stuff go. So, I, yeah, I, I don't agree with people that say the women's game isn't physical at all. I I was a goalie, and there was a point I think I led my college team in penalty minutes. So, <laughs> I got to say this. With the race to the Isabel Cup, how how much comparison besides having it like a one round knockout? How much comparison to the uh, speed and the adrenaline to the NHL Stanley Cup? Is it almost similar, or is it like maybe a little bit more, like a little bit di- more different? Like maybe it's like more, more fa- much faster than the NHL is. Yeah, it is. It is faster. I think you have these long drawn out series in the NHL where you know teams can get. Three three one series lead and teams come back and that that's over the course of well, a week and that's you're keeping your adrenaline and your focus going for for a week against the same team. Um, I, I I just don't I, I think the mentality is so different. We're we're not on the ice day after day in the same series 
And I think mentally you're preparing for this to be a one and done. You leave everything you have on, on the ice that, you know, you have 60 minutes to do it. And that's a lot more pressure than you have seven games to do it. That's what I, I, I would imagine. I mean, that's what, you know, is going through my head. But I'm also the goalie in a one-game playoff. So it's a tough, tough situation. You know, there's a lot it's of It's understandable. Yeah, I mean, I've played, you know, my, my senior year. I, I had a playoff game against one of, you know, better teams in our league and it's it's a playoff game you you can't think about how it could be the last game of the season I I've kind of taken myself out of that mindset of overthinking how much the game can mean if it's okay this is my last this could be my last college game ever at Hamilton College in this jersey in this rink and all these little things that just got really overwhelming um where you know I i I, I've felt that pressure a lot, and I think I've overwhelmed myself with it. I, my senior year of high school, we were in our our championship for you know New England's, and I didn't really play great. My team won because our you know our underclassmen were the best ones showing up because there wasn't as much riding riding on the line. So I I I know that that's how I think, and I've tried to not you know think about what is actually on the line, you know. The following week, if it, it, it it's just a hockey game, and I, I have to just go out there and react to shots instead of thinking about you know how am I going to make this save? Am I reading this play right? If I don't read this play right, how's the game? Like all of those things have to just be put aside. It's a lot easier said than done, but it's something I've you know worked on with our team staff and goalie coaches throughout the whole year. You got anything else, Eric? Um, for one of the things I know, he has the same question that I had questions about this one. Um, what gotten? What made you want to fall in love with the game of hockey? Like, what got you into playing it? My neighbor was a Washington Capitals defenseman, Ken Clee. His son was my age. Um, so we just played street hockey and uh, pretty much after school every day. And um, Ken convinced my parents to bring me to learn to skate. And I had been rollerblading and stuff, just playing street hockey. So I kind of naturally just took off with it. And um, I think my parents knew that contact sports were where I was going to thrive. I, I – um, got kicked out of ballet and gymnastics. So those really weren't, weren't going to be the ones for me. Yeah. I, I was told I had to wear a tutu and kick to the teacher and threw a fit and was like, my parents were like they literally put me in boys hockey the next week. So that's kind of where it started. I just needed a, a more fast paced thing to take my energy out. And then, um, you know, I, I played boys hockey all up until high school and then you know high school hit and I that's when it kind of became a little more serious about you know competing for your school and competing on these travel teams to be recruited and 
you're you're going to all these showcases and going to camps and national camp and is not is the national team a possibility and that's when all of those things started started happening is once I got to high school it became really really competitive which at times can can add a lot of pressure and it takes away just you know the fun of of playing but I think that's that's one of the really great things about the NWHL is the the point of it is yes you're competing you're professional you're being paid and you're paid to train and compete and perform but at the same time we're all playing after college and you know this is pretty much the top echelon like you're here and you're playing to have fun and just enjoy the game and being around your teammates and I mean that's been pretty pretty fun for me to get back to definitely um did you have like a favorite player growing up because you say you were a Caps fan but I, I have a feeling one of your favorite players must be a Caps I was a big Kolzig fan because he was the Caps you know goalie for so long when I was growing up I was also a big Mika Kippersaw fan from Calgary I don't know why really random that's random <laughs> that is Calgary out on the map like I had no idea but um the Kippersaw fan um Cujo Curtis Joseph all all those big goalies yeah those are probably the top three I would have to say this because I know this is is a Flyers podcast but what do you think of Carter Hart in the night um, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think I have really strong opinions about Hart. I have some strong opinions about some other goalies in the league, but, <laughs> man, <laughs> but I, I think he's a technical, he, he's very technical. Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't paid attention to his stats too much this season, but I don't want to offend anyone. Prodigy. <laughs> Prodigy. <laughs> Oh well. I don't I don't know enough to make an informed um analysis of his his game. Some other goalies in, you know, the Eastern Conference I don't like as much. <laughs> Matt Murray's gotta be one of them that you don't like that much, I'm just saying. Oh, it's more like Tuka. I think Tuka's hyped up too much by Boston fans. Maybe it's because I'm in Boston and I don't like Boston sports. And I get yelled at every time I say this, but I'm just not not on the Tuga train. We can respect that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we can respect that completely. It's the same thing with uh, with me. It's like I don't like. It's like to me, it's like Eric Blake gets hyped over Lundquist. I'm like Lundquist. Who? It's like, who cares? <laughs> I'm not 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 there either. Carrie Price, on the other hand, I I, I Carrie Price. Yeah, like I, I I can get that. I can get behind Carrie Price. And I the one goalie I've really been having fun watching is um Elvis. I don't even know how to say his last name. What are you talking about? But from Columbus, he's just super funny after he wins games. But. Yeah, I I don't think I have too many strong opinions about goalies. I try not to, you know, think about hockey too much outside of the 20 hours I'm already thinking about it during the day. So. Yeah, I guess you got a good excuse. <laughs> yeah. I don't have too much time to keep up on the caps as it is, let alone 
other goalies in the league. I'm kind of like a bandwagon playoff fan. That's when I really start. Oh. <laughs> Again, you have a good excuse there, so that's okay. <laughs> I'm not um, a bandwagon Caps fan, but playoffs is when I really tune in. I mean, playoffs hockey is the best anyway. We, yeah. I, you can understand how excited we are right now, though. We, I mean, we haven't had anything this good for the Flyers in a long time. Yeah. So, you know. I, I know you don't know much about our goalie, but you know that we're red hot right now. We, no, I, I know. Okay. I mean, you guys have beaten the Caps, what, it's just third time in a month? <laughs> which which yeah, is actually because you guys are stacked. I, I, you know, we kind of we kind of have a, a Golden Knights team right now. We have a lot of, like, nobodies, which is great. So. Yeah. All right. But, our team photographer, Kate Freeze, giving her a little shout-out, is actually one of the photographers for the Flyers as well. She has some awesome, awesome photos out there. She goes to a bunch of home games. She's incredible. So seeing her her pictures of the Flyers is really cool. Yeah, I think I've seen her a little bit. Yeah. It's pretty cool just how up close she gets to gets to be at the games with her camera right on that, right on the corner. Yeah, she's definitely talented. I, I I think I follow her. I follow every, everything possible, so yeah. I definitely I think I definitely follow her. I love her. All her work. Before, before yeah, I, think I have her as well. Before we wrap this bad boy up, because yeah, I work at seven in the morning. Um, <laughs> any advice you could give? Eric has a daughter. I have a daughter. Like I said earlier, any advice you could give? Us as parents, or how to, you know, my daughter has a has an interest in hockey. She watches the games with me. So I mean, anything you could, any kind of advice you could give us to maybe help that, not force it, but yeah, help help yeah. that a little bit. Um, obviously, let her play hockey. But the biggest thing for athletes is to play other sports, and we say this recruiting to even high school age kids play as many different sports as you can on top of hockey because all of that training helps you know hand eye sprints it it all helps and it also just helps you be be a team player be be comfortable in a team environment I played lacrosse soccer growing up I obviously was not great at ballet for the two weeks I tried to participate but um all of these team sports, that's that's the biggest piece where we're all always driving home when we're recruiting and talking to players and parents. But I also think when whatever sport it is, just competing. We see so many kids that are there because their parents make them. If they're not competing, they're not enjoying it. And if you're not competing and we're watching, well, you're not getting anywhere. And you're not helping yourself. You're not helping your team. It doesn't become a fun environment. So I, I think... For me, it's kind of those those two things. I I am a very competitive person, and I try to tone it down when I'm playing board games and everything like that. But <laughs> I, yeah, it's bad. Um, I think giving that extra effort, whether it's just a random practice, a soccer practice, whatever it is, is just really important to to young athletes. From being competitive like that, it sounds like my me and my wife when we're playing uh, Mario Kart or CTR and all that. It gets really yeah. bad. Where it gets to the point where that we start cursing each other out. 
Yeah, I one of my fiance's friends was beating me in um, air hockey, and I threw the paddle at him and walked out. Like, <laughs> I, I'm a big sore loser. Monopoly is probably a murder scene in your house. Jeez. I don't get through games. <laughs> I even even in hockey games, I get like so I. I tripped. I was skating up to the the bench this weekend, and I toe picked and fell, and I like slammed my stick on bars and swore. I was like, I can't believe I even just embarrassed myself during a, a game. Like I can't even take that, let alone <laughs> actually losing. It's, oh, damn. My coaches have to tell me to breathe a lot. <laughs> <sighs> Count <Yoga. to> ten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, well, thank you very much for coming on with us. Obviously, now that we know your schedule is so crazy, you're taking some time to come talk to us. Absolutely. We have, uh, we do have Jenna, was Jenna Rose coming on next, I believe, and then Sarah Houston. So Sarah is my best friend. I don't know if you guys know that. Did not know that. (laughs) We were roommates at boarding school for um, pretty much all four years. Um, she's my best friend. We, yeah, I'm texting her right now. Like we, we talk every day. <laughs> so ah. yeah. So tell her I say hi. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, again, Sam Walden, this is Jesse and Eric from Flyers Alley. Thank you guys very much. And we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks guys. Driving all the old men crazy.